It's time for Around the Ozarks in 5, brought to you by Talking Rocks Cavern. Explore the beauty above and below ground at Talking Rocks Cavern. And the Springfield Green County Park Board, reminding you to go play. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Good morning to you on Thursday. Hope your week is a good week. It's been a hot week. It's going to continue, at least through tomorrow. Uh, But... uh, we just hope you're having a, a good week and uh, your work is going well and whatever it is you do. So thanks for being here with us this morning. We're going to start with news. Uh, yeah, just a few more days until a new Missouri law goes into effect. We told you about this a couple months ago, but it's coming up. Uh, and it's likely to change behavior, I think, probably for most people. Most might be the wrong word, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, the ban against texting and driving takes effect on Monday, as well as banning video calls and any scrolling. So any scrolling at all banned while you are moving in your vehicle. Uh, The hope, of course, is that this will cut down on distracted driving and thus save lives. Uh, Monday the 28th is the day, but tickets won't actually be given out for it until the beginning of 2025. But officers say this is everyone's warning period. That's a long warning period. It uh, is. It is a very I, long one. You know, surprising a little bit. I, w- I wonder how they plan to enforce that. I mean, that's a tough thing to see somebody to actually doing. I mean, because most people don't hold up their phone while they're driving and do it here. It's on the dashboard. It's down well, low. I, I, I don't know. know. It, it, I, I think, I, you I think hope it's tough that to most enforce. people don't, but I never, ever had a problem going to get video of people on their phones while driving. That's true. Um, you stop at any intersection. With the photographer. Yeah. I mean, but here's the deal. You can do it while you're stopped. You can check your text while you're stopped. Okay. All right. But, well, but I mean, we'll I can remember, you know, photog driving the car and I am shooting the camera, shooting video. And I mean, it was like fish in a barrel. So yeah, I've, I've done that before. I've noticed like if I were doing a story, I just, think about that while I'm driving. If I'm doing a story about people on their phones while driving and I just pay attention for a little bit and look around, everybody's on their phone. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So there's that certain Monday. You've been warned. Uh, strong words from the Missouri Attorney General to St. Louis's mayor. The mayor, Tashara Jones, announced that she wanted the city to ban AR-15s, AK-47s, and similar military-grade weapons on city streets. The Board of Aldermen were on board with the new legislation, but AG Andrew Bailey came against her basically saying, that that ban violates the constitutional right of Missourians to bear arms and that he encourages city leaders to go after criminals, not guns, using the laws that already exist. Imagine that's not the end of that. I can imagine that it is not the end of that. In fact, it is not. It's just uh, beginning, in fact. <laughs> so Yeah, because they're going to they're gonna ban it and then the state's going to sue and it'll... It'll go on a while. Uh, Meanwhile, the uh, AG is in court this week facing opposition from families of transgender kids who want their children to receive gender-affirming care like puberty blockers and even sex change operations. A new Missouri law bans minors from getting that procedure. After the law was written, uh, it was immediately challenged. Uh, Many who want that those options to be available to children, Uh, they're asking a judge to temporarily block the law as the court case plays out. So the judge will have a decision to make uh, fairly soon about that. 
Ozark's Technical Community College is set to get a big boost from millions of dollars worth of grant money and then local grant money or local matching funds as well. That's not grant money, but it'll add up to about $5 million, all to be used for a new workforce training facility at OTC's Richwood Valley Campus. That's in Nixa. It will uh, grow the agriculture center there as well as line worker training. Pretty cool. We need line workers. We know that. We just had the big power outage for a while. Um, All right. Kansas City Royals unveil their two very different locations for their stadium, soon to be in the works. Of course, Kauffman is getting old. It's some 50 years old now. So they are doing something new. The first location will be called East Village, which would consist of a ballpark um, anchoring a 27 anchor. 27 acre development just blocks away from the power and light district. And then the second location is a 90 acre tract across, uh, across from the Missouri river in Clay County, where there would be more opportunity for commercial and residential development. So uh, progress has been slow in deciding. They've been talking about this actually for about two years now, but there are lots of factors, but we do know that it's supposed to be a $2 billion ballpark and entertainment district. And the team is set to move into that new stadium for the opening of the 2028 season. Interesting. A lot of changes going on. I think positive changes. I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I go to Kansas city a lot these days for my boys soccer but I don't know it well enough to know which out of those two locations uh, would be best. But I feel like near the power and light district would be the place to be, but I don't know. It sounds like it, but the other one has a lot more land, like 27 acres versus 90 acres. It's a pretty big difference. So So I don't know the potential for the, the, the ballpark commercial development, develop a lot more and, and own it. Uh, like kind of like the Cardinals do with ballpark village. That would make a big difference there. Um, all right. Now to this ready or not here it comes. COVID is in the news again. The CDC says cases are up. That's apparently a new strain called BA 286 here locally. Green County says that the wastewater testing results that they were able to do have shown no signs of the new variant here. Uh, the FDA also says there's a new version of the COVID vaccine supposed to come out this fall. Can you I saw on the news yesterday that there, there's places that are trying to get people to wear masks again. Can you imagine? I left that story out. I saw it too. Can you even imagine telling us to wear masks again? I don't, I don't think it, I, oh. I mean, a lot of people will because if they have like a compromised immune system for we'll any do reason. It. I think that's great. But I, no, I do too, but I don't think it will catch on. That's why I didn't put it in the show. There you go. I can't even, I can't. Imagine. Now you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, numbers are in. There are, are more near collisions of commercial planes on runways these days. So because of that, the feds are planning to spend millions to make runways uh, safer, better. Eight U.S. airports will get millions of dollars in grant money to make improvements. Uh, you may remember millions more already went to 12 others to do the same thing. So, I mean, you don't hear it about any actual collisions, and that's good. But I, I have heard stories, uh, just a couple in the last years, where they were fairly near misses on runways. And, you know, yeah. if it's not a near miss and an actual 
uh, hit, that's catastrophic for a lot of people. So yeah, they, no they, it can't happen. And if it's getting it's close interesting. to happening. I, I assume that it's because there are so many more planes taking off because I mean, the runways have been what they've been for so long and we haven't really heard of these collisions happening. So why the uptick in near misses? I, I don't know exactly other than surely it must be just a lot busier. It's amazing to me that the problem with airplanes is not in the air, but it's on the ground <laughs> driving That's around funny. an airport. That's uh, funny. But once you get up in the air and you're flying, hurtling through the atmosphere, that's totally fine. You're going to be. You're only in. totally fine in the atmosphere if you make it through like the first 120 seconds. I can remember when there had been some commercial liners that had gone down. And um, I remember a story with, uh, gosh, what's the reporter's name? I just love his voice so much. Keith Morrison. Keith Morrison. It was probably Keith Morrison, but nobody was, I, I don't know. That's not normally his type of story. Anywho, um, I can remember them saying that if you're going to crash in a commercial jet, it's typically within about the first two to three minutes. Well, the problem is you let your guard down after that and anything can happen. So, you got to be tense the crazy. whole way. Yeah. You freak out <laughs> about it the whole way. <laughs> Uh, All right, on to your story. Yeah, uh, if you're interested in going to a movie and you're a cheapskate like us, uh, this is your weekend, <laughs> uh, Sunday specifically. Don't go Saturday, you'll get ripped off. Uh, just kidding. On, su on Sunday, it's National Cinema Day. So uh, on Sunday, movie tickets are $4. That's what the kids are doing. That's, that's what's happening across the country. So there are some Springfield local theaters taking part uh, in Springfield. They are the Alamo Draft House, AMC, and Springfield 11 theaters. The B&B &B theaters in Ozark are also taking part in this. Uh, it's a national day, so even if you're traveling out of town, Kansas City, uh, or wherever, you can uh, probably find a place that uh, will give you the $4 ticket price as well. So that's interesting. Yeah, it know. is. Apparently last year was the first year, and there were really? more than 8 million people. Who went to the movies? Huh. All right. I mean, there you I go. guess that's a lot. 330 Second million annual. people in the country, but 8 million went to the movies. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a lot. I mean, not really a lot, but it's a handful of people. Um, Heck, I might go to the movie on Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to see, but maybe I'll go. Um, okay, we are still under the excessive heat warning until tomorrow night at 10. It was extended another day, so now it's tomorrow night at 10. Uh, but still, today is the day for you to get your favorite fall drink. Uh. Pumpkin spice lattes are back uh. at Starbucks starting today. It is their most popular brew, and believe it or not, it has been around for 20 years. Anything but pumpkin spice. You know, it's weird. I enjoy pumpkin pie and I love coffee, and I love lattes, but I do not like pumpkin spice lattes. I think it's the spice. I don't think I like the spice part of it. I'm okay with pumpkin. Same. But but here's the deal. I mean, I've gone through this year ad nauseum. Everybody knows how I feel about this. Pumpkin stuff leads to fall, and fall leads to winter. So I don't want any part of any of it. Because winter is miserable and cold and long. And while it's hot right now, I'll admit that, I prefer this. Um, I do know that anytime I think about 
complaining about the heat, even for two seconds, I remember that winter is coming really quickly. Yeah. That'll snap you right back into reality. It does. Every time I'm like, you know You're what? Like, Sorry. You know what? Yeah. I'm I don't have 10 layers on right now. I got, yep, I got great. sleeveless. Look at you. Sleeveless. Can't do that in winter. Got my Heartland Racing shirt on. Griffin just woke Keaton. up. He walked down Where's here in his he underwear. I just walked him. Look at yeah. him. He's walking. He's over there in his underwear. No shirt. Nothing else on. Just woke up for the morning. <laughs> and he walked down right on cue. You can't do that in the wintertime, can you, bud? He appreciates that. He appreciates that you're talking mm -hmm. about that. Um, all right. Here we are. This is fun. We have two chances to win two. So you got it. Two chances. Two tickets each. Um, in each For bunch. what? For the Chiefs game okay. this yeah. Saturday. Yeah. This Saturday, people That's at cool. Arrowhead in Kansas City. Um, two sets of, of way, two tickets. It's amazing. Yeah, because the first way to win is our traditional contest. You go to aroundtheozarks.com and you subscribe. And if you scroll to the bottom, you'll see where you can enter a drawing to win two tickets for the game this Saturday at Arrowhead. Now, the other way to win is that you, you can do, do the both. same thing. You can do both. And you can do both. Yeah, you can do both. You can double your you chances. Do, you do the same thing, but then uh, you have to complete a demographic questionnaire. Essentially, they're wondering who's watching around the Ozarks. Who are you? How old are you? What demographic are you in? Like, are you the what? What? What's the age break? Is it like fifteen to twenty-five, twenty-six to forty? Yeah, they, they like just want to know. Then, yeah, we want to yeah. know more about the audience so we can cater to the audience. Yes. We are looking to cater to the audience. That's it. That's true. Uh, we're here for you, people. The Ozarks. There you go. But you can you can enter into both of those. But to get your name in it for the second time, then you got to fill out the demographic questionnaire. And then, hey, watch. Watch. Then we'll know what age group, male, female, hobbies, interest, whatever, is watching. And we can do more tailored stories. And go. that that questionnaire is also at aroundtheozarks.com. It's right there yeah. on the homepage. Uh, you'll be taken to another page where there's a few questions that you answer about your status yeah. in life, that sort of thing. Uh, and then you'll have double your chances to win two sets of two tickets to the Chiefs game. There you go. We don't Saturday. need to know that's, your your blood type. We don't need to know how many kids you have. We don't even need to know cool. your political party. We just Need to know a few simple questions. That is very cool. All right. Well, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, fill that out. We hope to make you a winner. That's for sure. All right. Happy Thursday. Have a good one. Okay. See you tomorrow. Bye. It's time for Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather. Here's your host, Abby Dyer. Good morning, everybody. It is going to be another hot one in the Ozarks. We are starting out with temperatures in the upper 70s again this morning, setting us up for yet another hot day. We have excessive heat warnings out all the way through Friday. So find a way to cool down, stay indoors in the air conditioning if you can. And if you must be out, make sure you're uh, taking your health very seriously. You have to stay hydrated on days like this. Gosh, I went out to just sweep the porch the other day and I was just dripping in sweat less than five minutes. It is gross out there and it's going to stay gross as we head into the rest of the work week forecast. So super hot for back to school week this year. Poor kids, they're walking. I mean, even from the house to the bus stop, it's miserable outdoors. Something to keep in mind this week for sure.
more where that heat came from. That's what's in the forecast for you today. I have just scorching heat, high temperatures, upper 90s, of course, feeling much worse than that. It's the heat index values that are stealing all the headlines in the forecast. And today is no exception. Excessive heat warnings are in effect heat index values anywhere from 110 to 120. Ugh, it's not even nice to like swim outside. Everything is warm. The water is warm in too many places. And we are just talking about this heat wave being pretty persistent uh, through the work week forecast. I have better news for you though. After today, when we have the high pressure in control, we have full sunshine, got a little bit of cloud cover that starts to move back into the forecast this weekend. And also a bit of a pattern shift with cooler temperatures that are eventually going to make their way to us. So we are looking forward to that cool down excessive heat warnings, though they're in effect all the way through Friday. So it is going to be extremely important to uh, make sure you're paying attention using all the heat safety rules this time of the year. This is unprecedented heat. There have been records for most of the Midwest, the Great Plains, all the way to the Gulf. It's a huge widespread area dealing with the extreme heat. And of course, it's the humidity that's bad for everybody. Cooler temperatures, though, are in the forecast for the weekend, and that is going to bring at least a limited rain chance. Don't get too excited about the rain chance. It's extremely limited, but at least there's a chance, which is better than the last couple of days when we've just been bone dry across the region. It's this isolated chance for a little weekend storm. It's not going to be much. In fact, I think if you are lucky enough to see the rain, it will be less than a quarter of an inch. Not going to be a drought buster here, perhaps though enough to bring in some cooler temperatures and some unsettled weather as we head into Saturday night into early Sunday. That's going to be the best opportunity for rain and storms back in our forecast. And then when I look at some of the long range charts, we get this bit of relief that arrives for us this weekend with highs back into the 80s. Next week looks okay, pretty typical for this time of the year. And then unfortunately, some of the long range charts, they're hinting that this big heat dome it might sneak back into the Midwest as we head into the early part of September. So that's what I'm watching in the long range forecast. I don't want to get too excited about it now because of course that's way off and things could definitely change. And we are going to hope that they do today. It's 97 feeling more like 115 though, this afternoon, not much of a breeze to bring us relief. I have a Southwest wind today, five to 10 miles an hour by Friday. We see temperatures that are still in the 90s. We're going to stay in the 90s as we head into the end of the work week and then numbers back off for us a little bit as we head into Saturday and Sunday. We'll be falling back to the upper 80s. And then next week, I think we're in the upper 80s too. So things are looking better, uh, but we are going to suffer through the next couple of days for sure. Around the country, weather making headlines, the tropics, they've been active as we head into the next couple of days, all eyes on tropical storm Franklin, that tropical storm could become a hurricane, watching that intensify out in the southwest Atlantic. As it strengthens, I think the areas of impact here are going to be the Dominican Republic, also Haiti expecting a lot of heavy rainfall from that, currently not expected to impact the United States though, so good news for us. We also have some heat relief, not just for the Ozarks, but for many across the Midwest and definitely the Plain States this weekend. A lot of folks in the Midwest looking forward to some relief. So that is good news in the weather world across the country. All right, I wanna give you the brain twister question from yesterday. This one, what is the most stolen food in the world? And the options that I gave you were A, cheese, B, fresh meat, C, chocolate, or D, seafood. If you guessed A, cheese, you are correct. 
that it would not have been my guess. Uh, I would have guessed like alcohol or something canned that's easy to conceal, has like a really long shelf life, uh, but it's cheese. And I guess some cheeses do have a pretty long shelf life. Interestingly enough though, about 4% of all cheese that is produced in the world ends up being stolen. Uh, why is it often the target for shoplifters? Well, according to Time Magazines, the reasons are, are pretty clear. It, there's high demand. You can easily dispose of it. It's small. It's mobile. makes it easy to conceal. And um, it's rarely protected with security tags. So it's easy to get away with. Uh, cheese, most stolen food in the world. Uh, if you're curious about what else is commonly stolen, these are other commonly stolen items. Again, this is according to Time Magazine. Uh, the number one, packed meat, such as steak, lamb, or bacon. Razor blades, which is a bit concerning. <laughs> uh, number three on the list is whiskey, champagne, and gin. Uh, number four, course, not a food item, but cosmetics, makeup. I know a lot of those are stolen. Sometimes the stores even like have those little lockers uh, where you have to ask people to get them out. Um, number five is interesting. Branded underarm deodorants. You must really need it if you're going to uh, steal a deodorant. Um, number six is batteries. Number seven are clothing accessories. Number eight is coffee. And number nine, baby clothes. Number 10, jeans, which I would think would be really hard to steal. Cheese, definitely easier to steal. And indeed, it is the most stolen food item in the world. Cheese can be really expensive too. Um, I believe that that is a high dollar item because, some, man, I'm trying to make a charcuterie board these days and it costs you a fortune. Uh, if you answered A, congratulations. Here's a look at the brain twister question for tomorrow. Which line in the movie Forrest Gump did Tom Hanks ad lib? Which one of these famous phrases do you think it was? A, stupid is as stupid does. B, my name is Forrest Gump. People call me Forrest Gump. C, me and Jenny goes together like peas and carrots. Or D, life is like a box of chocolates. Which one do you think Tom Hanks just came up with on the spot? You can submit your answer over on the Around the Ozarks Facebook page. Take a guess there. Also, before I let you go, I want to let you know about a really fun giveaway that's happening, and there are two chances to win. You don't want to miss this. If you like Chiefs football, if you are excited for cooler weather, Saturday is your day because Around the Ozarks is giving away two pairs of tickets to the Chiefs game, and I wanted to let you know that you can enter to win those over on the Around the Ozarks Facebook page. There are two ways to win. Head around uh, to aroundtheozarks.com. You can click the banner for the contest on the homepage of the website. Uh, you'll be taken to a landing page for the contest. You enter to win there. There's also a second chance to win a pair of tickets to the Kansas City Chiefs game this Saturday, just a couple days, August 26th at Arrowhead Stadium. You can submit through the main banner on the page. And then if you fill out our demographic questionnaire, you can double your chances of winning. So head to aroundtheozarks.com. Make sure you enter both ways to win because you can 
double your luck, uh, submit there and we will let you know on Friday at noon who wins those tickets. So good luck to you. Head around to the aroundtheozarks.com. You can also get your latest weather forecast there, up to the minute weather information all day long. Thank you so much for listening this morning. I will chat with you again tomorrow morning. Have a great day and stay cool.